Welcome back to another kind of funny reactions to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Paris Lilly. Hey, what's going on? Andy Cortez. Good morning. Greg Miller. This goddamn show. Nick Scarpino. Hello. And Kevin Coelho. It's, it's probably my favorite show. It's really good. <laughs> uh, we do reactions to all of the latest tv and movies right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny and roosterteeth.com and if you want to get it as a podcast just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reactions we got a fancy new feed there please go subscribe and leave all the the positivity the comments the likes the the good things the five stars for that algorithm to help us out in the future. We really, really, really appreciate it. We've been doing all of the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, episodes as well as Invincible. You can go check those out as well. Highly, highly recommend it. But we're talking today about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode five called Truth. Paris, what did you think? This was the best episode so far of the series, in my opinion. And for me, especially the Isaiah Bradley scene hit me pretty hard. Um, I was I was definitely very upset by the end of, of that scene. And and it has just like I, obviously like a, I, I'm an African-American and I've talked about it before. This is the journey of Falcon becoming Captain America, but also the Isaiah Bradley story and what that means. And to hear him talk about how this country treated him and everything that he went through and basically throwing it to Falcon that you'd be a damn fool to be Captain America it hit me pretty hard because he's right. It, there was a lot of, this is fiction, but there was a lot of reality in that scene. And if anything, as upset as I was coming out of it, Falcon's decision by the end of this episode made total sense. And what he told his sister made, made a lot of sense that, yes, we can't forget the past, the sins of the past, but he also, whether you accept me or not as Captain America, I have to do this because he's a hero. He's literally upholding those values of what it means to be Captain America. So I, I thought it was brilliant. Greg. Dude, what a fucking episode. I'm right there with uh, uh, Paris. Right, This is the best episode that they've had so far. And that's saying something because we've enjoyed each and every episode. But like when fucking Bucky shows up, like how are we going to get it off the truck? And he just puts it down. I was like, yes, buddy moment. Let's go and see them. Bond. See him flirting with their, uh, Sam's sister. Like, it was Love so it. good, and that's like such. And, and like, calling you know, him out for you, it's like, don't flirt with my sister. Don't flirt with my sister, right? Like, I said, <laughs> I like I'm Bucky. You know, right? yeah. God, it was good, and getting all that, and seeing them have that that buddy relationship, and like feeling those threads come together, right? And to you know, at the end, have. Uh, Sam and Bucky sit there, right? And uh, are you ready for some tough love? Tough love, and like lay it out of like you're not making amends, you're avenging, and that's not the same thing. And yet, like to see them both help each other through, and him with the book, like they've done such an amazing job of taking these two characters and making them mean even more. I think they've always been, you know, the parsley or potatoes on the plate to the Captain America, to whatever big events happening in the MCU. And to see them flourish in this and to love them so much and want so much more of them, it, it speaks to the masters uh, that Marvel is at this. And then to have the, you know, Zemo when he gets turned over to the Wakandians, uh, to like fucking like, you want to talk about like, I knew what they were doing the entire time, but God, like when he puts down the chest, he's like, this is from the Wakandans. I was like, oh my God, open it right now. And of course, so the very fucking end. So we have to, we're gonna get such a good reveal of that. And I, I loved this episode. And I thought, yeah, it's a, tremendous highs as always. The action scene in the front, holy shit, mm -hmm. I thought it was great. And then, yeah, like the actual touching, like serious moments. Yeah, it, it was incredible. 
Andy, what do you think? Yeah, this felt the most like a movie to me, um, just with how dynamic it was in terms of just full-on crazy action. The intro scene reminded me a lot of some Daredevil fights, and I think a lot of it was probably just seeing Bucky having a bloody lip and kind of like blood coming out of his mouth, and the intensity there was just incredible. But And then we go into moments of sort of slice of life stuff with mm-hmm. Sam and Bucky mm-hmm. fixing up the boat and figuring out uh, that part of their life and kind of like it's almost, you know, Sam making amends for his stuff, uh, you know, in his personal life. Um, but yeah, that Isaiah Bradley scene was just was amazing. And to say like, you'd be a damn fool to to be Captain America, a black man would be a damn fool. And just kind of like, I loved I loved right there where Sam is talking to his sister and be like, look, I can't blame him for how he feels. How can he not feel the way he does? Exactly. Um, it, it, it just, it hit hard and hit. And, you know, I thought, um, I thought he did an amazing job. I'm, I'm uh, Anthony Mackie did an amazing job sort of, uh, emoting during that sequence. And then just the lead up towards the end, you know, it just feels like the end of an MCU movie. Like what's next? You know, I'm expecting to see Falcon Winter soldier will return, you know, cause it's just, <laughs> It's hype as hell, and I can't freaking wait for the final episode. It's I can't believe it's here already, and goddamn, they the hype levels are at an all time high. Especially seeing John Walker just totally lose it. Sure, um, you expected I expected him to be a bit more measured, honestly. But it really seems like this serum is just the steroids are. <laughs> it, it feels like steroids at this point, where he's having these yeah, rage fits. Yeah, uh, in front of uh, in front of a you know the tribunal. judge or yeah the tribunal. It's just holy shit, man! I making that shield at the end and just seeing the the rage in his eyes. I uh, can't wait. Nick, what'd you think? I mean, I, I thought it was a great episode. Um, I, I one of the things that I uh, that I wanted to call out was just like at every point someone picks up the shield in this episode and it yes. means something different to them, right? And you see that mirrored. Well, I think it's so tastefully done because I don't like beat you over the head with it, right? But there's a moment where, like, literally they have to, like, break, um, what's his name? Uh, um, John Walker's Walker. arm John Walker. to get it off of him, right? And then Bucky picks it up and looks at it. And you know for a moment he's, like, reflecting on, like, there's just, like, he, like, what it means to him and what it would mean to him potentially to become Captain America. But he's, he's just knowing that that's just never going to be, you know, never going to be the case because he, he's not, he's not, you know, the guy. Um and then, of course, Sam picking it up. But then the moment that I loved most was when Bucky wakes up and the kids are <laughs> And he's so just smiling. He goes, hey. And, like, they go, oh. And then, you know, they do what the kids do, like, freak out and put it back down. And then he just smiles to himself, right? Because he knows what this means to everyone. I just thought that was a really good point. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us take care of our bodies, but 2020 and 2021 have been tough. So we might also want to take care of our minds. There's a misunderstanding of what therapy is. It can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings. A lot of people battle with their temper or their stress is or the stress is about to kill them or they have depression, anxiety, PTSD, and the list goes on. If this is you, you can use therapy to get some tools that will make life easier. Uh, spoilers, we film these after the show. And the second half of this show is all about uh, mental health and work being online and the struggles and trials and tribulations that come with that. Of course, if you are ever struggling and you just need somebody to talk to, therapy is a great option for it. Uh, I've known so many people who go to therapy and have found it 
it so helpful. Of course, Nick has before too. So BetterHelp is trying to do that for you online. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This, pod- this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Kind of Funny Morning Show listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash morning. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash morning. BetterHelp.com slash morning. Our next sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, is Babbel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point of our academic careers. Hello, my name is Greg. I took French in high school and in college and immediately forgot everything after I took the tests to get the gen ed requirements I need. And I'm like, I'll never need to learn French again. And then I fell in love with and married a woman from Quebec. And her first language is uh, French. And her family uh, primarily speaks French. And it's a struggle. And I wish I had done more with it. But I've been using Babbel, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Babbel of course is the number one selling language app uh, that's addictively fun and easy to learn a new language whether you'll be traveling abroad connecting in a deeper way with your family or just have some free time Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world Babbel's 15 minutes le- I'm sorry Babbel's 15 minute lessons uh, make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go uh, the way I've been doing it right is that in between maybe starting a video game for the night or even when I have a downtime during the day, just pop it on the couch, turn it on Babbel, put it in my headphones and going. Babbel designs their courses with practical real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your new language journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code MORNING, for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Kev, what do you think? Man, this episode hit on so many different levels for different things like that action scene, John Walker losing it in the start where he's kind of like I, almost delusional out everything, but like I killed the guy that killed my friend. And it's like, no, yeah. that guy didn't kill your friend. And he was like, mm, yeah. And it's like, well, he's trying to make the situation okay for what he did. And then towards the end, we get the scene where he's getting court-martialed and, um, him losing it and being like, I did what I'm supposed to do. Like, it's, it's so powerful. Because you kind of see it in both ways where it's like, yeah, he lost his shit. But also, like, he is trying his hardest and, like, no one's making it easy for him. So him falling apart makes total sense. Oh, and then the post credit scene of him building it. And it's like, oh, man, this fucker has gone off the rails. Oh, it's yeah, so cool. Gone. Yeah. And and then we also have Disney handling all these this race <laughs> stuff in such a like straightforward direct yeah, way where they're well. not mm-hmm. they're not like alluding to shit like there's a moment where bucky was like fuck we never thought about like giving it like that we're exactly. giving it to a black man and the consequences of it and it's like damn that's that's and he apologizes to him he's like i'm yeah, sorry yeah. about that like we yeah, didn't take that into 100%. consideration and that was a huge mistake 
and it's one of those things like they are getting really real with things and like they're not holding her hands and they're just putting stuff out there introducing characters that like got really fucked over and it's one of those things uh isaiah bradley's character he tells the story and you think about it for a second you're like uh, isn't that exactly how Captain America became totally. Captain America? Yeah. Like, exactly? And yeah. it's, like, talking about inequality and shit, and it's... This show's so good. And here's something I didn't expect. Baron Zima is getting taken away, and I'm kind of like, oh, that's too bad. Gonna miss that guy. <laughs> yeah. Gonna miss that guy. I, I like him. Yeah, that, was but, a, that was such an interesting scene, because he was, like, he, like... <laughs> forgives uh bucky was like you know yeah. I, yep. I don't harbor anything about ill will against you bucky's like what the fuck, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about man? i'm gonna miss that <laughs> i'm gonna miss that fucker <laughs> that, that's the thing like i feel like originally before we went into this i always thought baron zima was cool he like went in there and like figured out a way to get these two guys to fight and really like Push civil Mentally war. Mentally broke him down. Yeah. yeah, and that was cool. But like this weird like analysis of who he is and like all this little added extra stuff. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is dumb." Look at him with his suit and stuff. But by the end of it, it was like, was "This right. man has a singular plan, and he is so committed to it." Like he's sitting there looking at the the formula, and he's not thinking of taking it at all. He's like, "I'm going to destroy all of these, so no one else can become a super soldier because like that leads to tyranny." And it just, I, I love it. I love how much, how complex they made this guy. And the fact that, like, I'm kind of, like, you know, we, it's not that, he, it's, this is one of those Thanos things where it's like, it's not that he, I mean, clearly he's a bad person that shouldn't be doing what he's doing. He's killing people. But, like, you kind of see the point of what he's saying where it's like. And, look, and you yeah. see the point because, because he's like, this serum's bad. It turns, it could have the potential to make really bad shit happen. And guess what? John Walker takes it and becomes a fucking right. psychopath. Like. This it, it, he sees it like he's not. It's not that he's right, but or or being proven right categorically. But in this one instance, he's like, "This is what can happen," and we're seeing that as the audience. They're not. They're not like. They're not directly calling it out, but that is the kind of one to one with it, right? Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. Totally. Oh my god. <laughs> this was another. Oh she walked up. I popped so hard. I was like, "Holy shit." What what a scene. Jen's man. like, who is it? I'm like, I don't know who the character is. It's Elaine. <laughs> it's yeah. a beep. What are you talking? I don't know what it's Julie Louise Dreyfus. <laughs> and I can't believe that was like completely kept under wraps. There was no leaks for that, no even rumors about her. Like there's been rumors that this episode was gonna have some actress that was a big yeah. deal, but like they didn't say who the character was, didn't say who it was gonna be. And that a bunch of people were hinting shit, and it felt like a lot of people were just making shit up. When she popped up, I was like, oh my god, I I would have never expected this, and it's so exciting. I am so intrigued at what they could be doing with her character because her showing up in this episode was weird, and it fell out of this show's character. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't but, been just introducing new characters, and for it to be this late, I'm like, there has to be some type of of purpose. Well, did, and again, another excellent episode for me. I think that it's starting with that fantastic fight scene that felt more like a Marvel versus Capcom fight scene than. I'm used to in the MCU, especially with the the team up elements of both Bucky and Sam using the shield against John Walker. And it was so satisfying and seeing all the, the, the downfall of that character and how it all kind of is then shown through a fight. And like, I feel like there was character development in that fight and that's always the best fight and going through uh, this show is just continuing to prove to me that it is both exactly what I expected it to be 
and completely different at the same time yeah. where I knew that they were going to talk about race. I knew they were going to deal with like Bucky and Sam being like buddies and all that stuff. Uh, but like Kevin was saying, it's like, they're dealing with it. So, so head on and, and well, it's like, just do, being straight about something doesn't make it good. I think that with this, they're being head on about it and doing interesting things with that to tell an interesting story that, that, that thematically proving a point as opposed to just saying something all right it's it's both telling and showing which is so important with these type of things but um i thought there was going to be a lot more leaning on sam and bucky kind of like fucking with each other and, and a lot more humor and jokes between them as like this buddy relationship and i like that it's not that i like that the moments of them on the boat is more about them learning about each other as men and mm -hmm. and being there for each other to enhance each other as as who they are and bucky is not who I expected him to be in the show. I thought they were going to turn him into more of like a wisecracker type person. And I like that he has this more stoic, I don't give a fuck attitude. Like it, it's interesting and it's unlike other characters that we've seen in the MCU. And I like that we're so far in it now that we can have characters like that as a foil to characters that are so amazingly well-developed yeah. like Sam. Like seeing Sam in this show is just, it is something so, so, so special because it's not just a side character that's now a main eventer. It's like, it, it feels like it means even more than that. And the show is treating it as such with all of the conversations it's having. Yeah, I, I completely that. agree with that in, in the sense that I fully expected Anthony Mackie to be a breakout from this and, and Falcon to, quote unquote, come up to the A-list of, of heroes. But for me, I think the breakout star is going to be Wyatt Russell as John Walker, mm -hmm. because I did not expect this. I did not expect them. I almost thought he would just be the the quote unquote villain of the week. Right. But instead what they've done is here's a guy who wants to do the right thing. He is fundamentally not a bad person. He wants to be a hero. He wants to protect the world, but it's not in his personality or DNA, so to speak, even with the super soldier serum to uphold what it is to be Captain America. But he so desperately wants to be it that we're now seeing him kind of fall to the dark side in a way where I think he's not going to be a pure villain, but more of an anti-hero where he will take the shortcuts that Steve Rogers would not take to get the job done. So he's going to be very brutal and cruel in that way. And and that, you can see they are setting him up long term. This is not just going to be a one and done kind of thing for him. And then I take it back to the very beginning of the episode that that entire beginning scene, there were so many Civil War parallels in there. But now we were seeing it from a different point of view with John Walker, where, you know, they were trying to rescue Bucky and, and, and turn him, you know, back to the good side or whatever you want to call it. Whereas John Walker, Falcon and Bucky were doing the same thing. But Walker rejected it. Walker didn't want that. He he I am Captain America. You like like you said before, they literally had to break his arm to take the shield from him. And what is all that going to mean long term is, is, is I think, going to be a very fascinating thing to see. Just the way it kicks off of you don't want this. Yeah, we do. Yeah. God oh, damn. God. Like, yeah. yeah, what an amazing start yeah. to a fight scene. Um, Tim mentioning that he that this show is not what he expected to be. And also that he expected a lot of things. I didn't expect Disney to play with race at all like that. All of this has definitely caught to. me off guard. And I thought what we got of it in the first two episodes or so would have been as far as they went. I just didn't know if they had it in them to want to go that far. And I'm so happy they are. And I, 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 
you got to imagine there's, you know, throughout all the episodes, like, well, it's just a superhero show. Why do you got to make things about race? Like, no, man, like, what, how do you feel now? You know, it definitely is now. And I love that they went there. Andy, they had to, if they would have just tiptoed around it, I would have been extremely disappointed with this because even if you go back to the Captain America comics, which I was not a big fan of, they addressed a lot of this stuff in the comics as well. It, it paralleled what is going on in the real world. And I'm glad they're doing this. They are touching on subjects that are happening in reality. Again, this it's is so much I, better for it. It's yeah, so yeah. much better for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes it more that's, important, right? I mean, yeah, and, and that's does. the thing with, with WandaVision, like you, you dial it back to that. And that had a very, very poignant storyline too, which was about like, how do you, how do you deal with grief? How do you deal with depression? How do you get over those things? And like it, it manifest and, ha- and, and having that manifest itself out in like physical powers is a great way to yeah. kind of examine that story. And it's the same here. It makes it important, which I think makes it relevant or it's relevant rather, which makes it important and makes it stand out to me. And one of the things that I really, I wanted to point out before we wrap it up, cause I know we're getting long is that um, if I'm not mistaken, Sam, when we first meet his character, he's working with veterans, right? Like people who, yes. and he's trying to Super. help them yes. move forward, which I think is like such a relevant thing in this specific episode, because when he sits down with Isaiah and has that conversation, he sort of has that moment where he, where Isaiah's like, you can't, you can't do this. And then he has that conversation with his sister where they're they're figuring out a different way to to deal with the boat right and that boat becomes that sort of analogy for like him dealing with the emotions of having to accept this role and then figuring how to move forward and he even says that he says i'm going to like i I wish i wrote uh, wrote the line down but he says i see where isaiah is coming from but i like i can't let that dictate how i'm going to live my life like i'm going i need to help like I need to move forward with this and I need to like uh, like reconcile this. And then that conversation's mirrored again with Bucky where he's like, you're not, you're not making amends, you're avenging. You need to go pick one person and legit just go deal with your shit. Like, and he steps back into that role that we first saw him in where he's like dealing with Captain America, helping him like come, come like move forward. It's, it was so good for me on all accounts. It's, I mean, fresh just, off of WandaVision, I, I love how that the entire show kind of built up the lore of the Scarlet Witch and then having the, the final episode have her in costume and like she is now the Scarlet Witch. That is her character. She's not just Wanda. Like it's it's more than that. I love the way they did that. And in this show, I love that we, we've been building up to Falcon and then in this episode, his wings break, which is another thing I didn't expect. And I'm sure they could just fix them and stuff. But it's like it, that was a very, very powerful moment in this. And then him having the training montage of him training with yeah. the shield, I think it's so scary, so, man. So good important. because like <laughs> yeah. that's mm-hmm. the type of stuff that we but, look for from these things. And it's like it was why we have issues with Star Wars sometimes or with whatever, where it's like, oh, but like we need to see him get good with this shield. And like this did such a good job having the theme song play from the show during it. Like it felt like a superhero moment. Mm-hmm. And for them to have the restraint to not have that scene end with him in the suit, I think is such a smart yeah. call with right. the one episode left because we know we're going to get it next episode. And I, I, I'm i hoping we get it sooner in the episode so we actually see it in use and it's not just like a final shot I think of the you thing will. of him. In I think it. when too, he shows up in DC, he's going to... Yeah, yeah. And, sure. and sorry, I think sorry, that, that that's only because we got it in this episode. You know what I mean? Sure. We had like the, the teases and build up. Paris, what's up? Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure we get these two things in before we get out of here. Uh, number one, the, the scene with the Wakandans and Zemo they name dropped he's going to to the raft yep. who who controls cool. the raft thunderbolt, thunderbolt ross. ross so i i definitely think he still plays a part in this uh did anybody Sharon, find that was weird that he that the wakandans were taking him to the raft because jen's like they don't run that right and i'm like no they don't i'm not 100 percent sure 
because again, I think it's they're they're setting up the Thunderbolts. That's cool. why he has to go there. Yeah. That that in my opinion, because why didn't they just throw him into Wakanda jail? Or yeah, exactly. Right? So yeah, I was yeah. just and I was wondering yeah, why yeah. the Wakandans would work with it. And I'm sure as this show is proven, they have answers for everything. Because the one thing I want to toss out, and I'll get back to you, Paris, is just the fact that I love the fact that they reveal in this that Bucky. We already talked about it when you know they didn't think about Sam being a black man being coming Captain America, but that Bucky knew the plan. He'd already talked to Steve because yeah, yeah. that I always yeah, thought was such is. a weird yes. thing at the end of Endgame when yeah. he just gives him the nod and he's like, "Go, like you know, what I mean? like why wouldn't you go over there, Bucky? You're a friend too." But like yeah. I get that if you knew that was a passing moment, pass it. Yeah, agree. Oh, the I, second, the second thing really quick because I, I don't want to forget this one Sharon Carter um I mm. think she took the chair from Seth Rollins and and hit Falcon with it because she's the one that recruited Bat Batrock Batrock however you say his name to yeah. come in and help the Flag Smashers and to kill Falcon so again I don't think she's the power broker but clearly she's working with him or doing something on some level so she's definitely not a hundred percent with the good guys anymore that to me is the clunkiest thing about the show right now is the the GRC flag smashers, yeah. uh, not Agent Carter, uh, Sharon Carter sure. storyline yeah. stuff. And mm-hmm. there's another episode, and that's that's the stuff we've seen the least of overall. And I think that they're gonna. I'm hoping they have a, a satisfying way to bring it all together. But I'm interested because we know that she is a spy and like she can do some double agent, triple agent shit. So mm-hmm. it's like everything we know about her she could be the power broker she could be working for him she could be not she could be on the inside like there's a lot of interesting things especially with Ju- julia louis louis dreyfus's character being added Madam Kevin, what's up? Mm-hmm. I-, I have a couple things one i wouldn't be shocked if the raft is made like is a multi-country thing like a nato style thing where uh, wakanda's mm-hmm. like help built it so that they can put all the the craziest worst people the worst in there. of the worst in there yeah and suicide um, squad uh, the other thing is just two moments that I really, really enjoyed was when uh, Sam is play- like practicing with the shield. He's not just practicing the shield. They're kind of playing catch with the shield. Yeah. Where Bucky's oh, also throwing it. And, and it's yeah. just like he's I catching it. it so much. Cool. And then I forgot the third moment. So let's move on. <laughs> I, I have two questions Nick. before we go because I'm dumb and I don't read comics. Who is Julia Louise Dreyfus' character? Oh, and, what's in the, and what's in the box? She's I don't know Hydra. What, yeah, she's, she's Madam Hydra. Hydra. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and and I'm not 100% versed in it either, but they're clearly cuz again, Hydra's still out there. Mm-hmm. So this is maybe their re-entry point back yeah. into the story. I can totally be that. What's in the box? What's the costume? New wings, man. Yeah, new wings, white wings. It's going to be yeah, Captain America suit. Captain America mm-hmm. suit. Yeah. You think it's the suit? Well, I also just think it's like with the wings. I also I to me it's, it's also Wakanda making like the wing suit. Like I think they yeah. Wait, is they, it going to be like yeah, is, he, is he going to look like Captain America? Is he going to have like the star and all that stuff? Oh, with the, with wings, with, yeah, it's white, it's and it's That's fucking dope. awesome. And it's but uh, Paris, to your point though about this character, I am also not familiar, but I googled her name because it's a long ass name. The Contessa Valentina yeah. Allegra de Fontaine. In the comics, she's been just a quick Wikipedia search. She's been many different things, including uh, Madame Hydra. But one thing she's also known for is dating Nick Fury. Yeah, she's an agent of Shield Nick sometimes Fury. too. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, Nick Fury esque, and the interesting thing like paris we're so stuck on the thunderbolts being created by thunderbolt ross but what if she's going to kind of yeah. function in these movies as a dark nick fury indeed yeah, pretty very, cool very well, I, ign has this article up that's so quoting vanity fair that she's actually uh, this might be one of those out of place things where she was supposed to be in the black widow movie 
And so that she was supposed because oh. it goes here. If oh, the arrival shit. of oh, Julie Louise Drivers seemed a bit out of the blue, Vanity Fair may have a potential reason for that. Sources close to the Falcon Winter Soldier reportedly revealed that uh, Louis Drivers was slated to appear in or uh, first appear in Black Widow film, which in a pre-COVID world was scheduled to be debut in Makes theaters May first, twenty twenty. If the end credit scene is uh, what Pew, you know the character, I can't Florence remember the Pugh. actor, Florence Pugh getting like recruited. Mm- yeah, recruited by her in the exact same way Iron Man was. Sure. Take that it to the bank, be, dude. Take it to the really, bank. Oh, yeah. be, yeah. The question now, though, is it Thunderbolt Ross or is it her, Julia? I, I think it's yeah. I think it's Thunder. No, I think it's her, but I think they're setting up the Thunderbolt. The Thunderbolts? Yeah, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. This is crazy, guys. This is some wild very stuff. Cool. Very, very wild stuff. We will return next week with the finale. And uh, we're actually going to do a reaction to the finale here on the Kind of Funny Reaction Show uh, and podcast. And then we're going to do the Kind of Funny in Review episode where we rank and review Falcon and Winter Soldier against the rest of the stuff uh, the following week. So get excited for that. Uh, Until then, though, love you guys. Let us know in the comments below what you think. Goodbye.